All right, we're back with the Uh Oh podcast. Woo! Sorry, sorry, we skipped a week last week. Oh man! Not really that sorry. Oh man, we missed a week, Nick. It's life, man. Sometimes life gets in the way. I was traveling, and we couldn't. We our schedules just couldn't mesh up. You're in the East Coast. I'm in the West Coast. Sometimes. Things just happen. But hey, we're back at it again, and we're here to provide you with another Uh-Oh podcast. Yeah, man. What do you have ready for us today? I don't have anything ready. Absolutely nothing. But I do know that in the past two weeks, a lot of things has happened in this world. Okay. A lot of things have happened in this world. Like what? Well, one thing that actually blew my mind that I only found out about it yesterday was that whole rocket that fell in the Indian Ocean. The, the Chinese, Chinese rocket? rocket? Uh, yeah. Jinx, you owe me a soda. That was weird. How do you launch a rocket into space and then not know where it's going to land or where it's going to fall? Well, I mean, I I did a little, not that much. I, I looked a little bit into it, and apparently they didn't mean it to leave orbit, and it did. So that's why they didn't, and they didn't put like a thing that, nearly every rocket has where you can control it from wherever home base is they literally said fuck it let's not do that Damn. let's take the cheap route wow the chinese route <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i guess that happened but hey i mean luckily it fell literally in the middle of the ocean in the indian ocean apparently and it didn't hurt anybody but it's sketchy to know that there's people that are willing to risk other people's lives yeah. for the sake of profit or whatever i don't know yeah what's up i mean like why did they like you're (laughs) you're putting everybody at risk for your stupid little mistake well yeah uh, apparently they're trying to launch some type of module into the space station that they're planning on having a couple of chinese astronauts in in a couple of years but yeah i don't know dude i don't know it it gets kind of crazy didn't they get criticized by NASA? Yeah, for sure. They were like, yo, that's super irresponsible of you to throw a, a rocket into the air and not know where it's going to land. Or not have, you know, the the proper tools for you to guide it to land somewhere safely. Right. I thought I the mean, U.S. and Russia had, like, a monopoly on it. Like, they're the ones that, they're the only ones that could go to the moon, per se. That's what I thought. No, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I think whoever has the ability to go to the moon will go to the moon. Mm. But it's like a super expensive project for, I don't know, like what's really the profit margins in there, you know? Like you're getting a whole bunch of donations, I'm guessing, and maybe government grants and stuff like that. So you can go and pursue and become, let's say, the first... Uh, or not the first, but become an American company that makes it into space, like Tesla, for example, or SpaceX. And yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. What's his goal? I honestly What's don't know. Elon's goal for all this? I don't know. Who do you think is going to get into space first, though? Do you think Elon or do you think um, Jeff Bezos? I think Elon's more aggressive. But then again, yeah. now Jeff has time. Because he stepped down from CEO. So maybe he's prioritizing that. I don't know. But it'll be a good show to watch. I like it. I like how it's private now. 
like individual companies are are pursuing this. It's not just government agencies like NASA. I mean, why? Why do you like that? Because it's, I think it's less decentralized. You know, there's more information. Like, like I'm sure they're going to capture a bunch of footage and really, like, you know, show the, the full picture. And I'm sure the technology. I disagree. I'm sure their technology is going to be way more advanced than government agencies. Mm, I disagree. Why? Government's military, bro. When I was in the military, we were working on planes from the 1970s. In 2010. Hmm. So you could only imagine the technology, the planes that are rolling out in 2020, 2021. Yeah, but look at these rockets Elon is creating, bro. Like, it's never been like this before. These rockets, like, landing, the way it lands and stuff, it's so unique. Right, right, right. No, yeah, I I definitely think that they play certain things into it. But as far as you can't underestimate the technology that the government has and is not showing to the rest of the world. You know, it's like Elon Musk. Sure, Tesla's a, a, and SpaceX they're massive corporations, but you can't compare that corporation to the corporation of the U.S. government that's been operating for freaking centuries. You know. Yeah, I just think of the government as like slower than private companies for some reason because the way they move is so slow. It's just old heads. I don't know. Well, I, I also feel like when you involve the government, there's a lot of ways to kind of like divert money. You know what I mean? And like, okay. I don't know, like it, it goes into like corruption and stuff like that. I feel like there's less corruptions in private companies as opposed to actual government that's been there for a long time. So there's already these corrupt individuals that have held a, a predominant seat for decades, you know, and they bring on more people below them that kind of follow the same guidelines and so on and so forth. It becomes like this culture thing. Hmm. Right. I don't yeah, know. but I mean, what do you think about uh Mr. Bill Gates over there getting divorced? He's lost half his fortune just like that. He really did, huh? No prenup? <laughs> just uh I think he actually um got with melinda not i don't think he was a i don't know if he was a billionaire or if he was like he was already rich but i don't know if he was a billionaire Hmm. you know i I have no idea but i know she was with him pretty early on though right yeah she was with him for a while for a while she's definitely gonna take a lot i mean you know, they, they built a life together and stuff. And I'm sure if he didn't make her sign a prenup, then it is what it is. She deserves half. Yeah. I saw a meme saying, like, I forgot what, what it said, but it had pictures of both of them. Uh, the the Bill Gates' ex-wife and Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. And they're saying, like, the greatest mm-hmm. investors of all time. <laughs> 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 like, they Facts, literally made though. more money than any other fucking investor out there facts that's funny that is very funny i seen this uh this other one that was um it was like jeff bezos divorced elon musk divorced right. um bill gates divorced and then, then it said uh zuckenberg and then it had like this guy sweating <laughs> i was like yep you next buddy he's married 
Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg been married. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he has. He a just looked like a. Oh wow, I don't know. For you didn't some know reason. he had a kid? No, I had no idea. I just you didn't thought he was a freaking nerd, that... bro. And just like not not that not that nerds can't have family and shit. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I just thought he was like a geek that just focused on work. Like I didn't think he had a whole ass family and shit. Yeah, I mean, come on, bro. You you got billions of dollars. It don't matter how nerdy you are. You're the no. fucking cutest nerd in the world. No, for sure. I get it. I get it. I just like I don't know. I just I can't imagine him with a family like that. I just imagine him like just being focused on work for some reason. He's just right, a robot so to he, me, dude. So what do you think his wife looks like? I mean, probably not bad looking at all. So what do you like what like do you think she's black, white, Spanish, uh Wait. Asian, uh um, Yeah, she's Asian, Middle right? Eastern. Yeah, she's Asian. Oh, I think I do remember seeing him with the Asian woman. You didn't hear that story a few years ago where um he put all his all the the Facebook money into a um I forgot what it was, if it was like a trust fund or something like that in in his daughter's name. Oh, really? So he doesn't own Yeah. It. It's his daughter. Well, he uh, yeah, but he's he's the guardian of his daughter, but Right, but if she that's basically 18, him. She well, yeah, sure, but a hundred percent. But it's also at the same time, if somebody tries to sue him or whatever the case may be, he can't lose it because it's all under his daughter's name. So they're gonna sue his daughter, and she's gonna lose everything. How would they? How can they sue a child for what? Yeah, but she's gonna grow up. Sure, she's going to grow up and then they're going to figure out what to do with that money when she turns 18. They're smart people. They're not just going to let an 18-year-old run around with billions of dollars in her account. He's going he's just going to take the company ugh, he's just going to take the company back when she turns 18, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I know he's a smart man, so he's he's definitely been thinking it through. Do you think that uh the divorce, the the pandemic kind of put strain into bill gates and melinda gates relationship you think that's kind of like what caused i don't or think help so. cause the divorce i don't think no. so because you think it was so inevitable rich. i don't know i just feel like if they want space they can get space i don't think that was the the issue at all it's probably I mean, something yeah been- they're they're so rich but exactly like they're doing so many things that they're not necessarily spending so much time together maybe only at night and then yeah. When the pandemic came and you have to spend 24 fucking hours a day all the time, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, because right now, sure, we're still in a pandemic, but it's not like it was when COVID first broke out in March of last year, where we were literally quarantined and stuck at home. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, I don't know. There's been a lot of divorces because of the pandemic, bro. No, I get it. I get that part. Like, especially middle class, like, under the same roof and shit. But mm-hmm. shit, man, they could fucking take vacations to islands and shit and, like, really refresh, you know? I don't I don't know. Like, I don't think that could be a big enough reason for them to get divorced. Maybe it's something that's been building up since, like, a decade ago. You know? Who knows? That sucks, right? Like, 
What, getting divorced? Yeah, just just breaking up in general sucks. Oh, yeah. Like, when you're with somebody for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Cliche guy. (laughs) But it's uh, just weird that... What? I was going to ask if you saw Elon Musk uh, hosting SNL. Um, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Seen a lot of memes, that's for sure. I've seen the Dogecoin stuff. Yeah. Are you into that? Did you invest any in Dogecoin? Mm -mm. No, right? It's a a huge gamble. Yeah. Like, I I get it. Like, you, it's a gamble, but you could still make money per se. I don't know so far right now. But, um, I just don't agree with people putting their life savings into it. It's just such a, yeah, exactly. 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 It's, it, I don't think it's something sustainable. I don't think it's something that's going to be around in the next two years, personally. No, nah, I think it's a fad. It doesn't, it's yeah. really not that special at all. Like the underlying yeah, technology and is not special at all. Like it, it's not. It's just speculation. Mm-hmm. But I it's never imagined Elon Musk he, said it. Yeah. I just never imagined him uh, hosting the SNL. It was so weird to see like you can see that he's a horrible actor but it was just funny seeing right. elon musk host like do skits and shit like what right you know yeah it it was it was i like i said i didn't see too much of it i saw some things and it definitely seemed awkward but i mean then again we got people like donald trump that was our president and he was all about show business so was he in snl did he do skits and stuff? I don't know. I don't think so. But I could be wrong. I think he might have done he definitely had his own like shows. late nights and stuff. Yeah, he's he's had his own shows. Yeah. No, but I I'm just trying to figure out if he if he's done skits <laughs> like Elon did. I've seen SNL. I've seen skits. I don't know if it was SNL, but I've seen him do skits. I've seen yeah. one skit that was hilarious. And it was really him. He, like, signed a baby's forehead. Yeah, it was really him. That's funny. <laughs> it was so funny. He, like, he literally act like a douchebag. He was like, yes, yes, of course. And he, like, signed some <laughs> baby's forehead. <laughs> uh, wasn't there a petition to get him out of the Home Alone 2 movie? Uh, people are going to petition whatever the fuck, bro. Anything that catches... I feel like people... This whole Me Too movement became a... A trolling thing. People just troll other people now. They just want to like. They just ruin one of people's Just rile up conversation. Lives. Yeah, I guess I don't know, man. This shit is weird. It's scary being in the spotlight now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have nothing to hide, and it is what it is. But even still, like people will will create false scenarios, and then you have yeah. to prove your innocence. I think that's the worst. Proving your innocence. I'm like, come on. Are you kidding me? I'm the type of person that if people made an accusation of me, I just keep quiet because I know what I did and what I didn't do. I know who I am and who I'm not. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't. I don't know. I feel like the more you feed into that shit, the worse it gets. But I get it too, because sometimes there's so much fucking pressure that you have to say something, yeah, or else you I look mean, guilty. Because I I understand that as well, but mm-hmm. I just I don't like feeding into any of that energy. 
No, yeah, for sure. I mean, David Dobrik, uh, David Dobrik tried to, you know, go on for a minute before he had to address it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it got to a point that I'm sure a lot of the stuff that he was posting, people were just questioning him, like, yo, what the fuck? You need, yeah. you need to address this issue that's that's happening, that happened in your vlogs, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when he had no choice but to say something. Sometimes yeah. you can't help it. It just it's gonna come by your ass, man. And that's not the person he is at all nowadays, I don't think. But something he did years ago is coming to bite him. Same with Kevin Hart right. hosting the Oscars, you know, like something he said ten a decade ago or more. I don't know. But it was such a long time ago and just because of that he got in trouble and, you know, couldn't host the Oscars for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, it was the Oscars telling him to apologize, and he was like, I'm not going to apologize. Right. But still, like, something that happened years ago came... Right, right, right. Came to get him now, you know? Right. Yeah, That that's why he didn't want to apologize. He was like, you've had years to say something about this, and you want to say it now because I'm doing this Oscar. I mean, good yeah. for him, bro. Good for him. I mean, the more popular you become, the more scrutinized you become as well. Yeah. 100%. So it kind of comes with the territory. Is there a limit of how much you want to grow, popularity-wise? I mean, no. Why would there be? I don't know. Just because it could be a problem. Like, just being Michael Jackson, that's a problem. I don't know if I would want to I mean, be that famous. I'm I'm okay with that level of fame. I'm okay with no level. I mean, really? I feel like they still know how to. I don't know, bro. That's a good question. I'm okay like with. I would be okay with that level of fame. I don't know. It is dude. a lot of fame, like, but it's different, bro. Like Eminem doesn't even come out of his house, bro. Like ever. You know, just to literally shoot stuff but he can't fucking go to a grocery store like he can't go yeah. to a mall i mean Michael they can Jackson, though beyonce's the same shit yeah yeah there's certain celebrities that can't but i feel like a lot of them they can though like bro you can hide yourself yeah but bro people are good at finding them like like, I've seen so many footage and pictures of celebrities trying to disguise themselves, and yet they still get snapped by paparazzis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it won't happen, but at least if, like, a celebrity is disguising themselves, people that are, you know, that aren't crazy, aren't fanatics, will understand that that person doesn't want to be seen and doesn't want to talk to anybody at that point. You know, that's why they're wearing a hat. That's why they're wearing shades. That's why they're whatever, tucked in, whatever the case may be. Hmm. Now, if they're rolling out and fucking blinged out with chains or whatever the case may be, wearing a dope-ass outfit, showing off, that's different. They want to be seen, you know? Yeah. It is risky, though, being at that level and going out without a security guard. Because if somebody yeah, recognizes you sure. and, like, more people start adding on, like, how the fuck are you going to get out of there? Yeah. No, that's the risky part right there. It's you're, not... Like, you're going always going to have to roll guard. around with people. Like, you cannot roll around by yeah. yourself. 
Yeah. That's the thing that would suck. I enjoy my time alone so much. Right. Like, imagine being Takashi 6ix9ine, especially with the type of persona that he is and that energy that he attracts. Well, oh, there's yeah. people trying to kill him left and right, I'm sure. That's terrible. Fuck, man. But he brings that upon de- himself. Yeah, because I don't know how he sleeps at night, dude. With a shitload of security guards. Hey, hey, hey. Did you see that new... Uh, I, I sent it to you, the new AirTag, right? Did you see it before that, or was that the first time you saw it when I sent it to you? No, 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 I saw it. I saw all the new products that they launched. Hey, hey. Vamos para. Did they already announce the Apple, uh, the iPhone 13? I don't think so, but I think there's like rumors and leaks. Oh. You going to get it? No. <laughs> I got the last one. I usually wait like two, three years before I get a new one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even But that AirTag like, is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. Like, I like how you could track the thing. Like, literally mm-hmm. show. It's like shit you see in movies. Like, where you're right. tracking the fucking GPS thing or whatever. It, it has a stalker mode, too. You saw that? I don't even know what that means. So, let's say that um, I want to track you. So, I get a tracker and I put it in your car. It takes three days for the tracker to notify whoever has an iPhone around that tr- uh, that tracker, mm. that AirTag. It'll tell them, hey, there's an AirTag in your location. It's been there for the past three days. So it'll take oh, wow. three days. So it'll give you three days to basically go find it if somebody stole it. Holy shit. But, I mean, I think I think that was pretty cool because I'm sure... People have used tiles to fuck people or to, to track them down and, you know, stalk yeah. them or whatever the case may be. Now with air yeah, tags, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a security device. Right. But I mean, three days, you can feature. really find out. You can really find out everything about somebody in three days. Figure it out in one day. Yeah, for real. Like, what if you just need it for one day? Then what? They don't get notified? No, you won't get notified. So if I were to put it in your car today and then take it out in two days, you're not going to get notified. And I knew everywhere that you went. I knew where you went to sleep. I knew all that stuff in a day or two. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. A lot of damage could be done stuff. in a day. That's for sure, bro. What do you think mm-hmm. about Apple, though, kind of disrupting all these industries, bro? Like, they're really a monopoly if you think about it. Yeah, they're taking over a lot of fucking industries, and and I'm sure they're going to have a huge impact in the car industry as well. Yeah, they're going to have a massive, massive impact. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I feel like this is one of the most anticipated cars of all time. Yeah. Yeah, because not even like the Tesla truck is as hyped, is it? No, no. Like, I heard people talk about it when it first was released for pre-order and all that stuff, but now people haven't been talking about it at all until it comes out. Hmm. Yeah. I did see a footage of uh, Elon Musk driving his Tesla truck in New York City, though. In New York? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, because of the yeah. this weekend, because uh, of SNL? 
Probably. Hmm. That it looked pretty cool. It looks pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Man, I don't so know different. what it is. I don't know what it is lately, but I've been on like a a truck mood. I'm like, yo. I'm get the get fuck out, bro. Get the fuck out. I swear. I don't wow, know why. Dude. You looked at me weird as fuck when I told you I wanted to get a truck last year. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't just get a truck. I I would ha- I would have another car, but I would have a truck as well. Trucks are dope as fuck, bro. Yeah. I I actually rented a truck like a month ago to film a skit and I drove it out to uh Victorville, which is like an hour and a half from here from LA. And I just felt so good. I was just listening to country music, driving a truck, just me in the open road. I was like, yo, I don't know what it is, but this just got a feeling to it. Yeah. No, I love it, bro. I rented one uh, to go to Vegas one time. It was a big one, too. And I felt like the fucking king of the road. I like the heights. Yeah, Some trucks too. are real high. Yeah. But yeah. I want to get that the the Ford Raptor. Ooh. That one's cool. That one's, that one's nice. dope. I like the Silverados too. They're pretty beast. I like all these trucks, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like these new trucks are looking sick. Yeah, even the one with Elon Musk, the the Tesla one. Yeah, yeah, it's looking dope. It's looking spacious. That one's sure. different than any other fucking truck I've ever seen. Yeah. I heard it's going to be, like, really uh, good for camping as well. That's going to be sick. Like, you can set it up to a point that, like, you can have, like, a little kitchen in the back and, like, a little sink. Really? And all that, yeah. It could be, like, what? a new new way of van life, but it'll be truck life. Cyber truck True. life. True. I've actually been seeing a lot of truck life. You've probably been searching it on YouTube and it's been coming up on my end as well. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of truck life stuff, share an too. account. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes I get suggested stuff and I'm like, why am I getting suggested this shit? And then I forget that I'm sharing an account with two other people, <laughs> including you. Yeah, for real. Sometimes it's the most random shit. I remember sometimes it was like dog relaxation music. Sometimes it's like baby <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Have you been seeing fishing stuff recently? <laughs> no. No, I haven't actually. Oh, you probably haven't gone um gone on recently. I've been seeing a lot of um setups for the EOSR. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm sure you've been seeing a lot of like um S log color grading and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes. FX three, yeah. uh Sony yeah. A7S3. I've been seeing everything. Yeah. Oh, I found some nice LUTs. Some nice LUTs for um, S-Log. Really? Oh, that's so funny that you yeah. said that because I, I just bought um, a LUT that I really like as well for Canon Log. You've been using it a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. There's like two different kinds. One for like daylight, like when you're shooting outside and, and another one for like golden hour. Which looks True. pretty cool. By this one guy that I follow on YouTube. He's really good with lighting. So I gave it a try. And I never bought lot LUTs before. Yeah. Me neither. But I mean. When you're going specific with these things. Why not right? 
Yeah. Did you put a LUT on that skit that we shot? That I shot for no, you? No, 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 no. Yeah, because, no. man, that that could have been graded nicely because it was really, like, flat. So you had a lot of dyna- dy- yep. dynamic range. Yep. I'm still I'm still getting getting used to this whole S-Log yeah. color grading stuff because right. it's way different than regular color grading. Exactly. I used to really not care, but now I really care because you could get so much out of it if you really know what the fuck you're doing. You know, like the yeah. highlights and the shadows could be really like they can really look good. Because that's what makes a video look so amateur is like having the, the, the highlights blown out or the shadows too too dark. Right. You know, if you have a good balance, then it looks very cinematic. Aside yeah, from like the whole you know, shutter angle and all that, that, that also contributes to making a scene look cinematic. Yes. Oh man, I got these um uh variable multivariable ND filters that I just used in this video that I shot uh-huh. this past week. Oh my god, what a crazy difference. Really? You're able to keep the the, the shutter at 50? Yes. Well, I I was shooting at 60 cuz it was a music video, so I kept it at 120 oh, okay. the whole time. Gotcha. Oh my god, what a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I want to get one ASAP. I haven't like really been messing with NDs, but I know that they look so much better because you can keep the shutter angle. Like, mm-hmm. wait, did my camera just turn off? Oh no, the display turned off, but it's still working. Um, yeah, you can keep the shutter angle at you know 180 degrees and shit, which is perfect because of the whole motion blur. If you're going for that, right? But um. Yeah, I'm sure you're enjoying that indie. That's definitely necessary when shooting outside. Yeah, on these it really is, cameras bro. And shit. Let me ask you something. What was the worst job or gig that you've ever had not related to film? I had to roll up carpets. That was my first, first job. I was getting paid $5 an hour in Boca Raton, Florida. Me and my friend. To roll up carpets? Yeah. You had to like Tyrell. get a razor and like cut it and, yeah, we had and to roll cut it up it like that? The, with the box cutter. And then we had to, because there was a store that sold carpeting. So they would have these huge carpets that needed to be rolled up. But they came in rolled up like with the back, uh, you know, like, like rolled up normally. But since he was putting it in display or she was, it was a woman. Since she was putting all the carpets carpets in display, we had to unroll everything and then roll it backwards so the the carpet could could be seen from the outside. Mm. And mm. sometimes they're super long, so like me and my friend had to like get both ends and just like really like reel it in like super tight and it would hurt your hands because I don't know if you ever felt like under a carpet how how rough it is. Oh yeah, that's just it's sucks. the worst. So we had to do that shit all day just to get paid like $5 an hour. And we would just blow it all on the fucking grocery store and shit because we didn't really have bills. (laughs) Damn, bro. How old were you at the time? Um, I think I was like, what, 13 maybe? 12, 13, something like that. Damn. How the fuck did you get that job, boy? It was low key. Like we we just went like to every single business around the plaza that we used to live in, and um, 
and we just like asked like every business owner if we can fucking help out for a couple couple of dollars you know and this woman was willing to to help out and then we just ended up working for a few days but it sucked though quit early (laughs) (laughs) sucked you had that shit off the top of your head you were like yeah rolling them carpets I just always remember that job because it sucked ass, bro. And it was like my first job ever, like not officially because it, I, I wasn't like doing paperwork and or none of that. It was just like, you know, she was paying us cash. But right. That was just something that we could have, you know, money that we could have used for even like lunch money and whatever. Yeah. What about you? I would probably have to say bricks in Florida, the hot Florida sun. I did that too, like, but it didn't suck as much as rolling carpets. Oh. <laughs> well, I never, I don't, I don't remember rolling carpets, but I remember bricks sucked, bro. Oh yeah, especially bricks in Florida. Bricks sucked so bad. So hot in the summertime. Those things deteriorate your freaking skin. I didn't have gloves. Yeah. It was terrible. And I, and I was underage. And I also remember in the summer cleaning pools in florida mm, i never did that but i knew a lot of people that did and it fucking oh that shit sucked. sucked like they would literally come home with like a fucking farmer's tan and if they yeah. did that every single day it would like literally become permanent <laughs> yeah it sucked bro though i think the worst part about it is that it's so hot and you're yeah. cleaning these nice beautiful pools and you're just thinking like bro i just want to dive in here and just have a mm. good time yeah but you can't because you're doing like 10, 15 pools a day. Yeah. Before moving terrible. to L.A., uh, I was working uh, detailing cars and stuff with uh, Larry's brother. And that mm-hmm. was like brutal at times, too. Because Florida weather is ridiculous, man. It's so hot and humid and then it rains and then it's hot as fuck. And, and then you have to wait inside the van where it's hot and it's raining outside and then... Once it's done Damn. raining, then you continue on with the job, and you know, and you know how how often it rains out there too. Like it, you know, it stops for thirty minutes, and then it resumes, and then it stops again, and then it it's That's just terrible. a terrible and so hot that is and like terrible. not the funnest job. That's for sure. All right, so now film wise, what was the worst gig you've ever had? Mm. Uh, it was right when I moved to LA I did this event in Anaheim I think I told you about it I don't I don't remember yeah I think I know what you're talking about yeah and then I had to like it was like a bunch of audio gear that was coming out at, at the time and this guy found me like I posted like you know freelance on Craigslist and stuff just so I can like get some gigs and this guy saw it reached out to me and everything and uh, just told me about the event we went to Anaheim and stuff and I filmed them like literally interview a, like hundreds of products bro like and they they all had to be a separate video and I had to cut all of them like literally the, the same day and it sucked it was so much work and at the end of it, I did it for like two days. And at the end of it, uh, he paid me like three hundred bucks for like Jesus. crazy amount of work. I I literally got scammed for for that gig, and I had to hunt this yeah. guy down for the money too, because he was like trying to dip. 
damn. Always sucks getting taken advantage of. I remember one time in Miami, um, I was in a long distance relationship and my girlfriend at the time came to visit me in Miami, but I had a gig and it was also um, Art Basel week. So instead of enjoying Art Basel, I had to go to the gig and film. So my ex came with me at the time and I was filming at the gig, filmed it for like three hours, never got paid, wasted my time. It was absolutely terrible, bro. It was like a it was like a show thing. We just want a videographer to make it seem like we're fancy over here. <laughs> absolutely terrible. But I would say I think the worst film gig I've ever had, to be quite honest with you, this one's a little bit deep because um, I did a documentary on a girl with Larry, our friend, that she had overdosed. I don't know if it was... Um, heroin or uh this other really strong drug mm -hmm. crack i guess yeah I, I don't know which one it was but she had overdosed on it and she was basically brain dead and the documentary was basically like about her and her mother because her mother literally can't leave the house she doesn't have christmas she doesn't have a birthday she doesn't have a new year she has to stay at home taking care of her brain dead daughter unfortunately for the rest of her life until you know they decide to take her off of the life support yeah so bro that was a crazy crazy like just dark it, it was in the worst in the sense of like it was just heavy you know what i mean i'm like fuck like i feel all this energy over here not in the sense of like it sucked you know, but it, it just kind of feels heavy being around that type of stuff. And then just seeing the emotions that the mom would go through. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Right. Would you continue doing stuff like that or no? Um, I, I love documentaries. I would definitely do documentaries, but not about that type of stuff. I just... I've had like people in my family that were addicted to drugs and I don't know, like it's just a sad thing, bro. Like I wouldn't want somebody filming my family member on drugs or like doing a documentary about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be weird. But that's what makes the documentary so good is like the documentaries that get in there and really capture that fucking yeah. moment, like the real raw moments. I agree. But I, I just... I just think drug documentaries have been done so many fucking times. Not that you can't do it and do an amazing documentary and possibly even change the person's life that you're documenting. But right. I don't know. I just, it's not my calling personally. I don't see myself doing that. Right. I mean, I get it. It's not for everybody. That's for sure. Nah. Yeah. Cause there's but definitely subjects I that I probably wouldn't want to get involved. Like there's, people that go out in fucking Colombia or like these crazy like places in the world like Afghanistan and just like witness or document crazy ass shit happening you know and they have to like be secret about it I don't know if I could do all that bro you're putting your life at risk at yeah, that point for a project especially if like yeah especially if you're filming something that's like not meant to be filmed 
And if people that are there find out that you're filming it, yeah, if it's some fucking cult or some shit, you are not yep. making it back alive. Exactly. Especially if like you're uh, that, going that's against actually the government good, as well. That's a very good question. I wonder how many filmmakers have passed away that we never heard of because they're creating some shit that mm. people didn't want out. I don't know. We'll never find out. Maybe it didn't come out. Yeah, didn't come out because got killed. Mm-hmm. Well, what about switching sales? What was the best gig that you've ever had? Non-film related, though. Or job. I enjoyed working at Bush Gardens a lot. Did it you? was refreshing. Yeah, fuck yeah. I liked the crew that I worked with. I, I developed some friendships there, and it was really cool to, like, mm-hmm. you know, hang out with them and stuff and just, like, get to know so many different people and at the same time go to go work at a park where you're seeing different people, like, of all kinds, you know, all types of countries, like, yeah. from every fucking nationality where you're just seeing them, how they interact and, you know, like, just... I don't know. It was it was cool. It was, it was definitely refreshing. I saw a lot of you know stuff of like with people in general, which was I don't know. I, I me personally, I like people watching, so it kind of same contributed to to you know my entertainment there to your your stalkerness. Not to that level, but I like mm. seeing people's behavior in public. Hmm. Okay, not private. Right. Well, what about uh, film-wise? What was the best gig you think you've had? Film-wise. For a client or for ourselves? Whatever, film-wise. You just have to get paid. I think the best... If It could be the worst. Like, it sucked that... We got violated by the police for for that one time, <laughs> but we created a cool ass documentary that literally like generated so much attention and so much views, which translated to money as well, and that was rewarding, and it still rewards us, which is amazing. Right? You know, that's a right. project that I edited, and it's the most I've ever gotten paid for something like that. Yeah. You know? Comes which to is, show years ago. Yeah, which is amazing that that some work can generate so much, like, future... I don't know. What am I, what am I saying here? I have no idea. But it sucked that that happened, but it was a good gig, per se, because we created a dope-ass documentary out of it. And a lot of people got to see it. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily consider it a gig. Yeah, it wasn't a gig. It, like, it literally happened by accident, but we made something out of it. And that's what kind of made it special. Because we weren't sought out to like create a documentary. You know? Right. It just, something happened. We caught it on video. And then with that, we created something out of it. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. But when it comes to client, let me see. I think I think it's got to be one of the gigs that 
that I did for for Quay with Janet Jackson. I think that was pretty cool. That was definitely like yeah, a one time moment, you know. Like, right. I don't see myself ever working with Janet Jackson again. I mean, I have no idea. Who knows what the future holds? But it was just a, a moment in time that you're like, I might never see this moment again. You know. Right. Right. And that was a cool gig. Yeah, that, that was a gig for sure. You stood, my friend. You what? You stood. What about you? I don't know what that means. You stead? I don't know. E usted. Ah, uh, my friend. E você. Um, I would say the coolest gig I've ever done. It was this um workout program that that we created with ace hood me and larry okay that was the coolest i thought thought that was yeah i thought that was the coolest because i got to really hang out with ace for like a couple of days on like some private shit at his house yeah kind of get to know him you know I, i grew up looking up to him so it was pretty cool i thought it was pretty cool and we got paid pretty good so nice i enjoyed it a lot fuck yeah I mean, it's cool, like, seeing people that you grew up listening to or, you know, watching. Like, just me, like, like when I first um, met Rob Deerdeck, I was so starstruck because I watched this dude for so long, you know? And being in front of him for the first time was, like, so fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Hey, my camera died just now. Oh, nice. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should we end it right now? I think it's time. Yeah, we're at 46. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Uh-Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. Please follow me on the gram at Uh-Oh Marty and follow Nicholas at Uh-Oh Nick. And, uh, Bro, I please... thought we were going to stop plugging this shit in. Oh, yeah, we did say that. I always forget. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nicholas. (laughs) Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the like button. And don't forget to subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, I think that's all we need to plug. And I'm going to stop talking now or else Nick is going to get mad. We love you guys. Thank you for listening and watching. Either or. Hopefully see you guys next week if we don't miss another week. Very nice. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm cutting it. <laughs>